Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Welcome back into the show. Kale Berger here with you on a Tuesday night. Big victory for the Pitt basketball team last night. They won by 48 over North Carolina A&T in their season opener at the Pete. Oakland Zoo was rocking. Some new faces and the biggest one of all showed out in Bub Carrington with a triple-double in his college basketball debut. So when we talk pit basketball, there's only, of course, one man to go to. That is George Michalowski of Pittsburgh Sports Now. George, how we doing, brother? Thanks for coming on the show. How's it going, Kale? Appreciate you having me on, as always, man. It was a, uh, a special performance last night at the Peak. Yeah, man. Uh, first of all, it is good to talk to you. Um, we haven't, I think, had you on the air, of course, since last basketball season. So it feels good that college basketball is back. Um, you know, no one follows this program more closely than you. Uh, when you saw the performance last night from from Bub Carrington, you know, first of all, obviously, it had to be kind of a surprise to all of us, but... You know, what has impressed you most about that first debut for him and, and in scouting him and getting him to pit, you know, what did you think do you like the most about his game that he was capable of something like last night? Right. So I actually watched Bob Carrington last winter in Baltimore and in his senior senior season of high school hoops. He's playing down in Baltimore against Mount St. Joseph. They had like four or five D one prospects and he had eighteen points, seven rebounds, and I think six assists. So Pretty similar stat line, pretty similar game. Um, and I look at him last night, and he looks exactly like he did against high school competition. Uh, all due respect to North Carolina A&T, they're one of, going to be one of the worst teams uh, you know, in college basketball this season. They're rebuilding with a new coach. But he was so comfortable last night. Um, I agreed with Capel and that the thing that I was most impressed with was his patience, his ability to let the game come to him. I know that's cliche, but – you watched him, and you would have thought he was a senior. He, he looked like he was handling the ball. He was making the right passes. He was taking the right shots. He wasn't forcing anything. So that was definitely what I was most impressed with. But then, you know, if you've never seen him play before, this kid's special. He's got a great jump shot. He looks like a pro. You know, he's a six-five point guard. That's professional basketball size. And the game that he played last night, you know, showed that he can be a pro. I think, obviously – we don't want to overreact to one game, but yeah. he made all of the right plays. I think what really stuck out to me was just how nonchalant it all was for him. You know, it, it seemed like the, not the easiest triple-double, but like you look up and you're like, oh, he has 18 points? Like he's also the leading scorer? Or how did he get all these rebounds? How did he get all these assists? It just came so easy to him last night. And that's 
like we said, you know, we can put it into context. North Carolina A&T, all due respect, not a very good team, but that's still your first ever college basketball game. And to be able to come out and do that, I mean, that speaks volumes for me and, and really excites me about what he can do when the games get tougher. Oh, it's incredible. I mean, we saw against you, uh, Pitt Johnstown last week in the exhibition, and we tried not to overreact to that. He looked great. He looked so comfortable. And regardless, you know, of the competition level so far, he's making plays that it looks like he can do against anyone. Uh, you know, he elevates up for that jump shot, man, his, his mid-range, and he looks like a pro. Like I said, he had one shot yesterday. Um, first, he had the first four assists for Pitt. He had four assists in the first two, three minutes, Yeah, which is unheard of. And then he goes down, his first shot is a fadeaway deep mid-range, too, uh, that looks so comfortable for him. And normally for a guard, you know, if you saw a guard on Pitt's teams over the last few years take that, that's a bad shot. Most coaches would say that's a bad shot. But for him, it looks like those shots are, you know, going to be few and far between, but good shots. You know, he can make those. So it was a overall special performance. I can't wait to watch him this season. And the way that he fits in with Pitt's lineup, man, it's, it's a really talented group this year. Yeah, and, and that's actually a perfect segue into my next, my next uh, observation from last night is this roster seems so complimentary. And, and that's what I saw last night as well is, through one game, it looks like all the pieces really fit well together. You know, you have all these experienced guys in the, in the front court who got all that time last year in the Diaz-Graham twins and Federico Federico. And then, you know, you have this new collection of, of guards in there with Blake Henson. But those guys look like they fit together pretty good as well. I, I really like the construction of this roster put together by Jeff Capel. Oh, yeah. And you, and you never know what you're going to get out of freshman guards in terms of nerves, in terms of readiness, in terms of skill. You know, you can watch yeah. them play against high school kids, against AAU teams, but you never know what you're going to get. But the guards have looked like they fit in perfectly. And like you said, Ish Leggett comes in. He's a transfer from Rhode Island. Plenty of college experience. He redshirted a year there. He's been around the game. It was for a pretty rough team last year. Uh, but, you know, he's scored at a high level. He had three, four double-digit scoring games last year against high major opponents for Rhode Island. So you know that he can do it. He's going to bully you. He's going to take you to the rim. And then you have, obviously, you know what you're going to get with Blake Kent. And how about that? He starts the season with a logo three. And I know. Goes it's so it fitting. Was, uh, it, was, it was so fitting. And like you said, this team just seems to fit really well together. And then you've got the forwards, who I don't think people are talking enough about last night. Jorge Diaz-Graham yeah. was five for five, three for three on threes. Um, and then Guillermo, he was pretty solid, too. But then Federico, I thought he had one of the strongest games of anyone. He had a quiet 13 points, 10 rebounds, four blocks, I believe. Four blocks is, you know, that's an elite defensive game. He did his job perfectly, running the rim, rim to rim, um, finishing lobs. And with those guards, with their ability to pass the ball and look down low, look inside to him, they were throwing perfect lobs to him all night. It's only good signs coming out of pit last night. Yeah, I, I really did like that game that I saw to Federico Federico, that he – he was looking to score. He was looking for those opportunities, and his teammates were finding him. And, you know, last year he did a lot of good things, but he was mainly a rim protector and rebounder. But the fact that you have that extra element of him being that, like you said, like uh, they can run the floor, uh, I, I think is really an, an advantage to this team, and offensively especially, that they can have different guys they can go to. And especially with Federico can add that as well. I think it's a whole new dynamic. I agree, and Capel said something similar to you last night, where last year, Federico, Capel thought he was one of the best bigs in the ACC defense-wise. And I did, too. He's incredible on that end. 
He held, you know, Armando Baycott in that game at UNC. We all remember to, yeah. uh, you know, a rough game. It was a huge win for Pitt on the road. Kind of kick-started their run they went on. But this year, like last night, seeing him take nine field goal attempts, like that's a great sign for Pitt. And, again, he did this last year. He had a strong non-conference run. But he looked so much more comfortable last night. He knows exactly what his role is, and that's to roll off screens, get to the basket, finish lobs, then on defense, protect the rim. So all good things on the pit front court last night. Um, you know, you had Will Jeffers get in there too a little bit. He, you know, played some solid defense. Um, and Blake Hinson obviously was Blake Hinson. We could see him explode for 30 any night. So all, all uh, positive, positive outlooks for Pitt coming out of the pit yesterday. Another uh, piece of news here today. Uh, that was, you know, kind of breaking news on the Pitt basketball beat was that uh, freshman wing Marlon Barnes Jr. is going to redshirt this year. Uh, you know, he came, comes from the same high school as John Hughley did, 190-pound uh, wing out of Cleveland. What's the story there on on Marlon Barnes uh, sitting this year? Yeah, so I think it was a mutual decision. I think he was totally okay with it. Um, you know, it was, I think, a, a good decision. I think it was a good choice. He's Six six one ninety. I think he's going to want to put some more weight muscle on before he sees the floor for Pitt. Um, in addition to you know him, he's, he's a talented kid. He scored thirteen points a game last year in high school. But he's a three star recruit. He wasn't a recruit that really popped off the page by the time he was a senior. Um, but I do think he can be a really good piece for Pitt in the future. He looks super athletic. He's got a great frame. If you're six six as a wing, you can make it happen. You can you, you know you can get a good career going. And, you know, you've seen Blake Hinton. He's a bigger dude at that similar height. He can be an effective wing, Marlon Barnes down the line. Um, but this year, you know, the wing room is just crowded. You've got Ore Diaz-Grand. You've got Will Jeffress. Um, you got Zach Austin, the transfer from High Point. And then Blake Hinton, he's playing the four, but that guy's always around the three-point line. So if Barnes' plan was to come in and, um, you know, play right away, I don't think he would have come here. I think he was aware of this situation. I think he's content with everything. Um, so I think it's a good decision for both Pitt and for Barnes. I'm pumped to see him, you know, over the next few years develop here. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So the Panthers win by 48 last night. They're 1-0 on the season. Time to uh, raise the banners. But uh, in all seriousness, like everyone's trying to see how they can 
carry over from last year, the momentum that they gained, the program was back, the Pete was back, all that kind of stuff. They went to the tournament. Everyone's looking to see if they can carry that over this year and continue that upward trajectory. You know, we are one game in the books, but what is your what is your kind of season outlook for the Panthers here, and, and what are your expectations for them in this 23-24 season? Yeah, so I, I do think they can keep up what they built last year. I think last year was obviously, you know, a building season. They did the job. They got the job done. Going to the second round of the NCAA tournament, it's hard to do every single year. So that was a great, you know, framework season for them to lay the foundation. They had all those veterans. Their average age in their lineup last year was older than the OKC Thunder. So you're not going to have that this year. Um, and for that reason, I think they may take a little step down record-wise. But I expect this team, and I wrote this before the you know season started yesterday, I expect this team to be near fifth, sixth in the ACC at the end of the year. Uh, the ACC media preseason poll had them at ninth. I think they're thriving off of that mentality again. You've heard Blake Hinson already in the preseason saying, we know where they picked us, we know where they picked us, you know, we're using that as motivation. So I do think they take a little step back. I think they just have a lower floor that, you know, than last year's team. You knew what you were going to get with last year's guys, but, you know, they knew how to battle adversity. They knew how to come back from losses, and that's why they were so successful. So, this team's going to have to prove to, that it can do that to meet its potential. But, you know, it's it's always going to be tough for young guys to come in and compete for an NCAA tournament berth. I do think they have enough talent, surely, to do that, to meet what they did last year, and to keep the culture going. You know, I, I think Capel made a great point last night. He was talking about the culture that he's built. And I think, personally, I think it's finally where Capel wants it to be. We're in year six now. People complain about the transfer portal. Um you know, the casuals complain about the transfer portal. The casuals. People <laughs> show that he can go out and get proven veterans from the mid-major level yeah. and also, you know, keep some continuity in the program by bringing back guys like Hinton, like Federico. Uh, you know, like I said, Federico had a great game last night. Like the Twins, they're only going to develop here. Um, he's got a good recruiting class already. He had a commitment last week before the season even started from another big that looks like he could turn into something like Federico. Um, they've got Nelly Cummings' little brother coming in. So I think Capel has this program where he wants it right now. I think he's really confident in this group, even though there's a lot of new faces. Uh, George, before I let you run, in the larger world of college basketball, any big observations for you last night or hot takes for the season outside of Pittsburgh? I mean, you had to have seen that Michigan State game. Oh, we did. Yeah, we did. That was that was an incredible finish. What a great game. Um, and I think, you know, looking around the ACC, I think we've got the same teams toward the top, North Carolina, Duke, Miami, Virginia. I don't think there's going to be too much shockers, you know, near the top of this league. Um, but around the country, man, I, I don't know if I have any hot takes yet, but I was just watching Indiana play Florida Gulf Coast. They looked pretty rough. They had a single-digit lead over Florida Gulf Coast, so – um, plenty of upsets. I know everyone nationally seems to be complaining about the week schedule to start the season, but there have been some upsets so far. Um, you know, I, I think it's going to be a great season like last year. I don't know if we'll get a, another FAU making the Final Four, um, but I think it's it's up in the air, man. With the portal uh, as, as prevalent as it is, with these high-major schools, with these mid-major schools, and even low-major schools getting a chance to bring in veteran talent, and with NIL in place, you know, you, you never know who's going to pop up out of nowhere. Like Pitt has Binghamton next on the schedule. Binghamton, you know, they've got uh, Pat Cash from Pine Richland. 
They've got Samir Torrance from Syracuse. they got Syracuse transfer at Binghamton. When, when would that have happened in yeah. the past? Yeah. So they can shock some people. They were beating Northwestern yesterday, I think, halfway through the game. So there's going to be a lot of parity again in the sport this year, and I love it, man. I'm, I'm so excited to watch it take place. George Michalowski, read all of his coverage at pittsburghsportsnow.com and follow him on Twitter at CBB. George, appreciate the time as always, brother. We will uh, continue to do this throughout the season and uh, enjoy the game on uh, Friday night against Binghamton. Appreciate it, Kale. Have a good one, man. Thanks. You too. There he goes, George Michalowski. Uh, kind enough to join us here. Just great insight on Pitt basketball from the current team to recruiting to the transfer portal as well. Uh, George does a really great job covering this team. And, you know, he was speaking very glowingly about this team. And a lot of optimism from him. And I got to say, I, I kind of feel that same way as well. Uh, we'll dive back into this pit hoops discussion coming up here next because I got some observations from that game last night as well. And I know it was North Carolina A&T, but they scored 100 points. And their freshman point guard had a triple-double. We can at least take something from that game last night. Your call's on Pit Hoops coming up next at 412-928-9370. And if you want to call on the Steelers, you're still welcome to do that as well. It's Kale Berger on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.